Okay, cool. We're live, and uh, we're hey, welcome everybody to the first episode of the down of downright annoyed with movies. Um, with me, um, I'm just gonna enjoy. I'm just gonna, you know what? No, we're just doing all of it, everybody. Hey, why don't we just introduce ourselves? My name is Michael from the Downright Nerdy Podcast. Uh, thanks, thank you guys for joining me. Um, guys, go ahead. Yeah, I'm uh, I'm Jackson from Bored and Annoyed, and you're lucky I was fast. I was really picking my nose hard there when you <laughs> threw us up. You got to give me a little more. A little more uh, a warning next time, but yeah, um, this, this is uh, future to come. <laughs> so yeah, so this is going to be a weekly thing, Michael. From what I understand, between yeah. us and Paul, thank you for coming. Yeah, um, but yeah, every week we're going to review a movie. Um, it's going to be either one that uh, that downright picked, uh, or I picked, or the guest picked, or the audience picked. But don't ask us how we're going to do that yet because we haven't figured that out yet. We'll probably figure it out within the next hour or so, I, I assume. <laughs> Let's hope so. But yeah, again, uh, Jackson with Bored and Annoyed. And go right now, open up another tab and subscribe to our YouTube channel as well. Yes, Just absolutely. Bored also, Annoyed. Down below, I also put in all the uh, links for all our shows as well. Right. So make sure and go do that because we're going to kind of switch this thing back and forth, it sounds like. I don't know. We, we didn't put too much planning into this. <laughs> I think we got too excited for this movie. Right. I, yes. I, that's what I'm going to blame it on. I'll Perfect. Blame it on the movie. But yeah, uh, Paul, I guess. Yeah, I, I, so I got to follow both these guys on Instagram and then uh, check out their stories and all that good stuff to know where it's going to be when. But um, uh, yeah, the other thing we'll figure out maybe the next hour. But um, yeah. I'm Paul. Uh, I'm with comicbookinvest.com and I do a Monday evening podcast. And when I can show up with a good buddies of mine uh, called Tales from the Flipside about 930 at night. So check it out. Thanks for having me. Yeah, Glad to be back. Glad some familiar faces. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, just kind of looking in the chat right now, we got we got a couple people in the chat. We got the Pinkies Out podcast. Um, we got Z Collects and Tom's Comics Books and Movie Reviews. Um, thank you guys for for stopping by. We it looks like we got more than that. We got seven in the chat. So some people are just this typing shy right now. But yeah, so th this first episode, we are going to be talking about uh, a very uh, unique movie uh, uh jackson actually you you were the first one to uh kind of to tell everybody about this and to be honest it just snowballed and we just ended up uh kind of creating this i think in lieu of that <laughs> yeah sweet well hey hopefully it's not a disaster you know <laughs> hopefully i didn't uh start something bad but no it's a uh it's a movie out of japan it's called one cut of the dead and uh, as far as a synopsis, synopsis um, the, the general synopsis on this is things go badly for a hack director and film crews shooting a low-budget zombie movie in an abandoned World War II Japanese facility when they are attacked by real zombies. So that's the plot. Uh, that's the plot of the movie. And, and sorry, sorry, go ahead. Yeah, I was just going to say, I would suggest if you're, if you're going to suggest this movie to anybody else, leave it at that don't say anything else now uh, we're gonna spoil it tonight for you we are eventually. yeah right um but, but yeah, yeah it that's the plot um it is very unique uh it was made for three million yen which is twenty five thousand dollars um us dollars and it uh premiered i believe in japan maybe in like 2017 but september of 2019 it came out um here and it only made like six thousand dollars on opening weekend when it came out in screens here. So oh, compared, it came out to theaters here. Yes, it did. I, I'm sure it was like three screens, but yeah, 
but yes, technically it made six grand in theaters here, which is so funny because you think about all the all the garbage that's just like they're trying their hardest to make 150 million dollars to just break, you know, just just to match their budget. So how did it do in Japan? Uh, it's total. Now, I don't have the breakdown as far as in Japan how it did, but its total gross was over $25 million. So it made over wow, $25 million dollars on it. It made its money back. Yes. And then some. Well, that's what happens when something's good. You know? Yeah. Like, I mean, there's so many like movies just like that. I mean, kind of similar, like all those found footage movies that cost nothing to make, you know? Like the was it the Blair Witch was probably the first one of its right. kind over on our side, and uh, man, that just that took that kind of almost created a new genre of movies, right? Right. Yep. I remember when that came out, they had a crazy marketing campaign where, yeah. like, they had a website they were pretending that it was actually a real yeah. thing, and nobody really knew because I don't know it was just interesting. But but yeah, one cut of the dead. I guess uh, um, opening thoughts, Paul. Um, any thoughts on the movie in particular? Maybe we should come back. <laughs> come back? Come, come it's back too much to you. pressure. You don't want to ruin it or what? Uh, I requested a refund from Google. Oh, you did <laughs> not. Wow. Oh, no, you did not. Okay, so <laughs> I guess. Did you finish it? I, I I got to 51 minutes and I started fast forwarding because I, I couldn't. Oh, oh my God. So you couldn't do it. Because the third act is where it all comes together. Is yeah. it? Uh, I, it was just... Well, well it's it's 100% on Rotten Tomatoes. So, Paul, yeah. Paul, you're, you know... You're bringing it down to 99. You can, no, cut, yeah, him, right. you, you can cut him out of the uh, out of the, yeah, uh, the screen now, can't you? I know. I felt bad because you guys loved it. And I was like... Oh, it's great. Man, it's just great. Uh, but no, how about you, Michael? What'd you think? Okay, so... When I so I use this hashtag uh, when explaining this movie, I said better than hashtag better than Endgame. Uh, not to say that obviously I, I they're just two very different movies, and this movie was just I think I, I the reason why I think it was better than Endgame is because I was expecting Endgame to be great, right? And it was. And for this movie, I had zero expectation going in, and for me to have uh, to have that roller coaster feeling of uh what the actual shit am i watching to okay this is a little sad but then it all comes back together and i'm laughing and i'm and i'm really happy for everybody in this movie um it, it was it was such a complete uh uh you know uh, beginning to end there wasn't anything that uh, uh that made me think anything otherwise it, it was just a such a fun ride um that the the very last that like I said, there's three acts to the movie: the first half hour, the second half hour, and then the third half hour. Right. Once the third half hour comes, and you're you're seeing everything kind of re rewind back to that first first act, and it, it's 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 brilliant. It is brilliant. It is brilliant. I, mean, I, I, I can't think of any other word to say to use it, especially for a one cut. Right. A, a single camera, one cut, no no breaks kind of thing, right? Yeah. Yeah. So um, first off, my thoughts are the first half hour, like when you're trying to figure out what the hell is going on, um, you start to realize how genius it is right away. Because like, even that as messy as it was, it's like, you know, you wonder now were these screw ups that are happening? Like, were they real? Or were they pl like, or 
or were they planned uh, right. from whoever made the movie? Um, but yeah, I uh, I thought this movie's commentary on just filmmaking in general, art, you know, what is art? Um, you know, it, it reminded me of, you bring up Endgame, it reminded me of the, uh, the comments Scorsese made about Marvel movies and how it's not cinema. And there are characters in this who seem to be kind of poo-pooing on the genre. Oh, it's just this. It's just a zombie. You know, it's not, don't worry about it. It's not art. You know, but but this guy who's the filmmaker who's just trying to make ends meet and make something quality, like it means a lot to him. And there was a ton of hard work put into what he made. Um, and yeah, it all pays off in the end brilliantly, I thought. I mean, the, the funny, the the almost irony of this is that there, the movie is about a guy trying to make a, a 30 minute one cut, one camera movie. Right. However, right. when you're watching that first or the first and third act, it's one camera following this entire dude following this right. dude with the one movie. So not not only is it one layer on top of that, but then you're that third layer. Yes. Watching the third, watching the second layer on top of the first layer, which yes. I thought was just incredible. And it's got I, I love the characters in it. They all kind of, you know, when they start to kind of introduce them in the second act, I guess it would be when they start to kind of introduce, OK, here's this guy who's playing this part. Here's the ca uh, the cameraman, cameraman's assistant. Um, you know, mm -hmm. they've got the, uh, the his daughter has a crush on like the famous Japanese actor, actor guy. Uh, and then there's the the girl who's like uh, a model or something. And, mm -hmm. you know, she doesn't, and, and he's also, it also plays with that too, because he's got to deal with all these difficult people as he's trying to make these, this movie. And he's just trying to hold it all together. And it's a pain in the ass, but, but um, I mean, now we're starting to get into mild spoilers, I guess. But, uh, but yeah, I guess if, if somebody, did, if somebody did want to drop out of this before heavy spoilers, um, now might be the time. But I, you know, I, I don't know. I can't say much more about it without just spoiling the yeah, shit out of everything. Um, Paul, I'm curious, what didn't you like about it? I, you know, the I, was it, it is it is it hard? I mean, uh, are you a fan of uh, um, foreign films in general? I mean, because I, I mean, for the longest time, I wasn't. I couldn't stand subtitles. I couldn't stand dubbed stuff or whatever. I, I didn't mind that I couldn't look at my phone because I had to read subtitles. Uh -huh. <laughs> but. Um, but I, I, you know, at first I was like, all right, it's just kind of like a, you know, a B zombie movie, like, all right. I, and then it shifted to like, oh, I got to, I have to watch that movie that was so-so again, like through the eyes of the second act. It just didn't grab me. And I, I was trying to figure out like what you guys liked, if it was the comedy aspect of it or I, it is I, think, funny. I think, I think what's going to happen is you guys will convince me to appreciate what the movie was, but I just, I don't know if I, uh, Liked it. In, in all sense. fairness, uh, that second act, I didn't feel the way I did until the beginning of the third act. So up until the second act, I was lightweight, kind of feeling that same thing. Where, but then I remember Jackson, you told me like, "Hey, try to push through if you start to feel feel that a little bit." Right. Yeah, the third act is where it comes all comes together. Uh, maybe and out the started unfolding. 
man, I was just, I, I I felt like I was watching uh, uh, David Attenborough uh, explaining like a flower opening up. It was just beautiful. I loved it. Well, it's just so genius too because you're you're kind of watching the same thing you already watched. Yeah. But like all of the shit that's happening in the first act, and just I guess since we're in spoilers out of the bag here, um. The first half hour to 40 minutes is one shot, the show that ends up being made as part of the plot of the movie. So you start by seeing what the people in Japan were seeing on their TVs when they tuned into this show that this guy was going to direct. And the third act is basically... And it is all one shot. I do want to stress that as well. It's not like 1917 or Birdman where there's like fake cuts in there, you know, where they they simulate one shot. When it's, we say one cut, I mean one shot. It's yes. literally they turn the camera on, they do not turn it off. Correct. And, and it doesn't no switch editing. camera angles. There's, there's no, no editing. editing. Right. So all of the so so the third act is basically um you see behind the scenes everybody scrambling around during this 35 or so minutes trying to get this movie made. And there's all sorts of problems and stuff. And and there's another line in there that's great too, is when uh the one lady's like the, the producer lady's watching it with the other, you know, empty suits or yeah. whatever. And she's like, oh, it went off without a hitch. Without a hitch. <laughs> yeah. And it's just like you think about how many times do we not even understand what it took to make a piece of entertainment? And how many times do we shit on things that we could never make ourselves? Right. Well, like, I mean, well, think about it. I mean, we do edited uh, content on a weekly mm-hmm. basis, Paul. You guys do all your stuff. What happened? I mean, in the editing process, I mean, how difficult can it get? It can get difficult, right? I mean, even just like all the research that we do on a on a weekly basis, that's like a min- minuscule amount of what this of like right. a movie is made, right? I mean, movies take uh, I don't know how many people yeah, take I, to make a freaking movie, you know. But I have yeah, I, I have a relative who does like you know who has a small production and he's just pulling his hair out during editing sound alone <laughs> yeah so, so you you put it best jackson on, on uh on your i think it was your your top you guys' top 10 episode sure um you got you said that this was a uh, a love letter to filmmaking and you couldn't have said it better it is it is it's a it's a it's a it's a love letter to art in every sense in my opinion because it's all, you know, like Paul is shitting on this wonderful movie. It's all, it's all uh, subjective. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know, what is art, I guess. And why can't a cheesy, uh, sh- choppily made, not choppily made, I guess, cause it's no, not at all, but, <laughs> but, but a cheesy, you know, I mean, it's, it's just so great because like when you first turn it on, you're like, dude, I can see that guy's arm under his shirt. Like his arm was ripped off, but I can fucking see it. But then it all makes sense. You know, I can, I can imagine people watching, like, I actually rewatched it with the wife. Um, and she was like, this is dumb. I, this is really dumb. And I'm like, just, just hang on. And and she ended up coming around at the end, but, but yeah, it's, it's, it's just wonderful. It's a wonderful little movie and it's crazy how cheap it was too. Just crazy. So we were talking, I mean, obviously the big, the, the two biggest, like, uh, uh, acts that really jump out at you because they're so difficult for the first and third act. I mean, they're essentially the first and third act is essentially the same thing that you're watching just from a different angle. Right. Right. Um, The second act though, it's 
I think is very underrated because it shows the background of like how the how the guy was chosen to make this movie, like the how to choose the actors, his relationship with the actors, um, and I mean how he his actually, family, uh, his family, exactly, and how yeah. they actually ended up becoming a uh, part of the crew, and um, also how he ended up becoming a part of the movie as opposed to behind the you know behind the camera, how right. he actually became the you know the one of the main character director guys. Um, and how he improvised a lot of that stuff too. Like after he, after the relationship that he made, like he was kind of, what was he kind of portrayed as? It's kind of like a, a yes man for the most yes, part. hundred percent. He takes yeah. that. Yeah. He's, he's fed up and he yeah. just had it. And it's yeah. funny too, because um, when they start filming the movie, what's coming out of him in like yelling at the actors is real. You know what I mean? Yeah, like he actually yeah. is pissed at them because they're just a, such a pain in the ass to work. He hits them. He hits the dude. Right. Yeah. Right. That was that, that was a great scene for me. I, I I was once I found one like during the second act when he uh, after we already saw him hit him in the first act, I was like, oh, this guy has it coming. It's great, you know. Yeah. And right. uh, it's like all those pieces started kind of falling into place. Um, <laughs> Go Lions. <laughs> yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Hopefully. Yeah. We'll, we'll see what happens there. Go 49ers, Michael, by the way. Oh, tomorrow's going to be a stressful yeah. day. Um, yeah. I'm actually already stressed out right now. Um, I can imagine. Yeah. The, uh, oh, Jesus Christ. Now I forgot what I was saying. <laughs> That's fine. The football <laughs> came up. It happens all the time. Uh, see, this is one cut, though. We're not going to cut. One, cut. No, no, no. one cut of annoyingness. <laughs> um, but yeah, there's just there's little details in here that are just great. Like there's the one actor who um, kind of lost his family, it seems, because he's a drunk. drunk. Yeah, the drunk. Yeah. Um, and that plays a, a part. And then there's uh, there's uh, the one guy who only can have, you know, it's like the difficulties of working with these snobby actors. You know, there's right. the one guy who's like, no, I need soft water. It can't be hard water or I'll shit myself or whatever. And like Dude, all of the email stuff, you. God. And What's all this? of this stuff, when you're watching the first half hour, it feels like, oh, this guy's scared. He needs to run away because he's scared. He doesn't want to be here anymore. But no, it's just because he's going to shit his pants, right? So like you find out all that stuff and it's so funny. I think it's hilarious, you yeah, know? I, I, yeah, I thought it was incredibly funny. I mean, there, especially, actually throughout, I mean, it, See, it's a different kind of funny with each act, right? Right. So in the beginning, it's cheesy funny, like, oh, this is stupid, but it's stupid funny, right? We're seeing a shitty uh, zombie movie, right? Right. The second act, you're like, oh, gosh, all right, there's some comedy, I guess, uh, you know, we were introduced, introduced to the actors. And then by the third one, this is like genius funny, almost. Oh, it's, I mean, when the end credits roll in this... um. And you see, like, they show behind the scenes of the actual shooting of the one cut, right? Because that's another thing, is they must have had to reshoot all of the scenes after they did the one cut. Because in the third act, you're seeing their version of the first cut. But in the... in Sorry, go ahead. No, I don't... So I think that they filmed the first and third act all as one. No, they did not. Because sure? there's, like, a camp... No, because the cameraman... like. Yeah. Like uh, they they show him running and somebody's running up and handing him a water bottle like and he's having to take a drink of water like so the guy when they're chasing the, uh, him to the van. Credits. Yeah, they if you watch the credits, oh, I didn't, I, I missed it. 
Yeah, go I back and watch. It. Go back and watch it. <laughs> it's great. So you see, like, I was actually that was my. I thought that that was part of the genius that they filmed the first and third act simultaneously. No, so so like the the part where you know there's the one camera assistant girl who like really wants yeah. to get in there and she's yeah. got ideas and everybody's kind of like shitting on her or the guy's like, no, that's dumb. We're not going to do like that Zoom. You know, every time yeah. when the, he, she oh, wants yeah. to, yeah. Uh, so like, that's the scene that one of the scenes they show at the end is, um, him running and somebody's chasing him with a bottle of water, like here, drink some water because the cameraman, cause they've got to be just dying. Whoever was filming that, that's not easy, you know? Um, yeah. so he falls over, um, and you know, takes a, takes a drink of the, the water or whatever, but no, there was the, the girl wasn't actually there. Like I'd be very interested in a legit making of documentary about them <laughs> i really would I, I would watch that absolutely oh yeah um god damn i was gonna ask say something um so so, you know, so go ahead. no well I, what i was gonna say is what's interesting is like what came first like okay did they do the one cut scene and then build the rest of the movie around that you think or did they do the did they write the second act and then and then film the 30 or 40 minutes uh, long cut and then do the third act or how, how would you construct this? Because I've got to assume that some of the shit you see in the one cut, like some of the screw ups and everything are legitimate. I, you know you know, I, I, would, I would probably be safe to assume that whoever, like whoever d thought of this movie or directed it or wrote it, um, they were, ha they had to have been part of like, you know those like Cirque du Soleil things where there's literally no break. It's just one show or something like that. But then behind the curtain, they 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 want to show you like all the like the right. like, queer like weird takes and like all the all the madness that goes on behind it. I would assume that this type of uh, film would be based somewhat on that. So I think, I mean, I don't know the order of how they filmed it or how they like presented. Well, it's just it, like that's probably how they pitched it. I, I would imagine, I guess my point is, I would imagine that that one cut take actually did not go off without a hitch. And yeah. what we got was, because, I mean, maybe they had to do like a few shots at it to get it right. But in general, I, I would imagine that somebody stubbed their toe, somebody, you know what I'm saying? Like, it, it's just, it's interesting to think about I what mean, like, went into this. I mean, like people have, I mean, like groups of people, they have like these long, like memorized, uh, you know, choreographed uh, uh, things. I mean, I, I don't think it's out of the realm of possibility to do a 30 minute one take. Uh, sure. Okay. Uh, it's kind of like, you know, a high school play with no intermission. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, but you, yeah. But you have no money. Um, I can't imagine all these people are very experienced. You're, you're running around. There's props involved. Uh, it's very impressive. And, and what's so awesome about it is, you know, Paul, we can keep you out of this. <laughs> what's so awesome about this is the fact that like, here's, this was my number two movie on the year. I will say. And it was made for twenty five thousand yeah. dollars. That is amazing. Like it doesn't, you know, someone with an idea, someone with an idea, and and some money. I mean, they can't. You, there's nothing to stop you, man. I, mean, I think. I think what probably helped uh, push this movie up to that ranking for you is that it was such a fresh idea, something we hadn't seen in right years or ever. Right. Um, 
And I mean, not to say like all those other movies that made your top 10 or your uh, honorable mention uh, weren't great movies in and of itself. It was just a really good year for filmmaking. And that's another thing. It that, was. Yes. You know, bringing, putting this up there with all those other films. I mean, well, I've yeah. only seen like a half of them and I, I, I would, I put it. Well, and it's, and it's, you know, like I love movies. I watch movies all the time. It's my favorite activity or, you know, I just enjoy movies and to see a movie about making movies that's like not arrogant or pompous or, you know, they're not, it's just, it's, it was, it was awesome to see every side of it from, you know, the, the empty suit people to the, uh, the, the, the cast, the crew, all of it. And, you know, they, they pulled it off. The, I, th I think more specifically, the crew was great because like everyone, when they talk about making a movie, all you hear about, okay, who are the directors? Who are the producers? You don't see, Hey, who is the sound guy? Who is the dude that almost, right. during the, you know, it was really, it was, it was neat seeing that, you know, yeah. or having a focus on that for once. You've never really seen that. Um, yeah. Thanks, Derek. Oh, and go check out a poolside podcast. Derek's oh, cool. a, uh, right. a co-host of that. Yeah. Oh, so. hey. Okay, so this is what happens when it's on Facebook has a little left. Right. Okay. Yeah, we're, we're learning as we go we're here, learning. people. Yeah. You know, I appreciate the art, the work that went into it. You guys are shedding some light on the artisticness of it. I should have given it the full time. I just son of a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, I just, it, I don't know. It just didn't. I don't, I don't know if I. I don't know. But I had a buddy. Me. I had a buddy who I recommended this to, and he was uh he was messaging me on Facebook during it. And first of all, I'm like, you should be reading the screen, you asshole. You should be watching the movie. But he's <laughs> right. like, what the fuck is this? And then all of a sudden at the end, I get one that says, like, this is a masterpiece. I can't believe like it, it does. It gets it gets tied up. And, and honest to God, if people can, you know, the, the internet world can make fun of me, but I got teary-eyed at the end. Both times I watched it, there's something um uh cathartic and like emotionally satisfying at the end when he pulls it off and how he pulls it off with his daughter uh um, you know, the, the best i mean the, oh it's great off with the daughter because i mean they it, they portrayed it as portrayed them as having kind of a rocky relationship right yeah she's a um, teenage girl who's yeah. you know right Being a yeah. teenage girl right 13 or like 16 going on 40 or something right um yep so what fun. go ahead so when we get there, if not now, you got to shed a little more light then on what I missed from the third act. So the third act is basically you see them make the movie. So essentially you're seeing, you know, why did that guy run outside? Why did she have to do, you know, there's a scene in the, in the, the, the one cut where basically they're telling them with cue cards, like kill time. We need you to kill time. Like, you know, whatever. And that's the scene where she's talking about, um, you know, hey, I do have a hobby, self-defense. Self-defense, yeah. Right, yeah. So they go into that, and you're like, oh, so that's why that was there. And then mm -hmm. um, at the end, basically, they have a big, like, uh, a crane set up to get the final shot because the final shot of the movie is important because the whole thing was there was this pentagram drawn yeah. in blood on the roof. And uh, basically, while they're screwing around up there and the, the wife is going nuts because she takes her, her roles way too seriously... She like, they basically, he didn't want her in the movie because she takes her role way too seriously. She was basically had to quit acting because she was too emotionally invested or whatever. But while she's getting into the scene, the crane falls and breaks. Um, and 
uh, earlier on in the movie, the dad was looking at a photograph of him holding his daughter up on his shoulders. So the daughter's like in the in the background saying, you know, uh, well, you know, maybe we can still pull this shot off. And basically, if you don't get the shot of the pentagram with the camera on the crane, which is now broken, then the ending doesn't make sense. Like that's the payoff shot of the movie. Yeah. So basically she runs out, grabs all the production people and says, let's make like a pyramid of people to get as high as the crane was. And then he'll climb on top of it and get the final shot. And it was just great. I thought it was fucking awesome. I really did. It was really neat because, I mean, you saw all the mistakes and all the uh, audibles that they had to pull out of their ass, just essentially, right, to just get every shot the way that it was supposed to be choreographed. And uh, there's a couple of scenes where uh, they can't find the drunk guy for a while, so they, yes. had, they had to, like, throw in some rando and put blood on him. And then the dude – remember the guy in the beginning who got thrown up on? Yeah, I yep. guess he started, he started going uh, – he started freaking out because there's vomit on. Yeah, yeah, when the zombie, you think it's like, oh, right. a zombie spit. Like it's yeah. like, uh, you know, you're like, oh, part this is gonna turn no, him or whatever. That's that's, that's drunk hobos. <laughs> right, and the director's yeah. literally underneath him, like you oh, know, yeah. trying to get him in there. And it's like just, you wonder in the very beginning, right? Like, why isn't this zombie biting him? Because his head, his head is right on his neck, right? right? And then third act you realize oh he's drunk but he just is in the shot he's whole puppet he's yeah. puppeteering this entire thing you know um and uh, uh it's it's just the way that they do it without being in the shot yes uh, all the stuff that they do to try to stay out of the shot and make the shot work right it's, it's well, and that's it. where that's where i question like when in the actual in the third act because that was filmed separately i believe based on the little making of thing at the end which i can't believe you didn't watch it michael but i, I, I saw credits and i was like okay i guess it's well, done you, it's, hey you should know better for this I know. Movie. end of the credits i don't know why i, I, uh, I should have thought anything but different. yeah during the credits when they're showing that i i don't know if they show that part but i'm wondering i'm assuming that the director's not actually down there it's just the guy acting you know like um because because that because that's just one other thing that they could screw up when they're actually making the movie at the beginning but, but yeah go ahead I was gonna I was gonna say I could have answered maybe my own question if I'd watched the whole thing. <laughs> but uh when they were on the the roof and he acts the one woman in the head yes but then she gets up and says something yep so, that, so no. she gets up and she's like yeah right yeah so, <laughs> so what happened there was um basically when the camera turned to the girl you know how in that part there was like 30 seconds where the camera was on the girl and she was just screaming yeah, yeah. so behind the camera they were chloroforming the mother <laughs> to get because she was so out of it and whacked out and into what was happening that she couldn't like they couldn't get her to stop you know so they basically they like chloroformed her and then when she was on the ground when, yeah, right. Yeah, exactly. When she was on the ground, they like painted her up. They had to put the axe on and, you know, put the fake blood effects on and everything. But then essentially what ha happens is she wakes up and sees the people trying to make the pyramid so that the guy can get the final shot. And she just looks over and is like, what the fuck is that? And then somebody's like, no, get the fuck down. So she falls down again. Uh, so, okay. so every single thing really that happens during that half hour or 40 minutes it does like it plays into all the wackiness that happens in the third act 
Like there's another part too, where um, the girl runs back down the stairs from the roof. She hides in this, in this room behind like some boxes or whatever. And you mm -hmm. think a zombie walks in and yeah. stumbles in there, but no, it's like a guy letting her know, like she, he, he's got a sign. I can't remember what that, Oh, use the ax. Yeah, and then she the walks out and she's like, Oh, there's an ax here. Lucky <laughs> me, you know? <laughs> But yeah, it's was, was she was that actress also the one that uh, in in act in the second act of the movie she says oh I don't do blood I don't like getting yes. stuff on me and she then that, the she's, she's completely vomited on blood yeah blood yeah. on her well uh, that was great too is like they all did they all turned around for him not you know just what I mean for the movie I right think too, right yeah. which essentially was for him but yeah they all it, it's a great story of people kind of just, or our actors, I guess, going, going past their, I guess, comfort zone or whatever it is that, you know, they, they did just for the sake of the movie. Right. And if everybody were to do their damn job, the movie would be great. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. So they, and, it, it, this is, this movie is essentially for all directors. It's like, it's like, Hey, directors, if you can get everybody to do what you need them to do, your vision will come true. You know? Right. Well, and even, I mean, Oh God, it's just, I, I couldn't get over it when I watched it. Like I was so, so, so excited when I watched this. I couldn't believe what I had just seen. Like it's that to me, it was mind blowing. Like, <laughs> uh, this is another channel that has a weird infatuation with Perry comics. Uh, you know, uh, Perry, um, you know, that lurker, he's, he's a weird one, but this, this, this has nothing to do with Perry. I mean, Perry may come on from time to time, but he doesn't watch movies. So who knows? Uh, national, no, absolutely not. <laughs> you can tell him I said so. Uh, sorry, I had to derail for that comment. Um, but yeah, I mean, um, I don't know how much more. I mean, I know we're only 33 minutes in here, I don't know how much more there is to talk about with this movie. Um, I mean, do, do we have to kill put this in? Uh, I mean, if I'm telling someone to watch it, I'm telling them cheesy horror, okay, but it's not. It's not. It's like I, a it's a comedy. I, I say comedy horror. Sure. But I, 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 the way I sold it to a couple friends was comedy horror, cheesier than um than uh, uh zombie land. Yes. Well, it's funny too because it's it's a satire on zombie movies too, right? Because like you're you've seen so many of them, right? So you're watching it and it's just like, oh, it's another one of these, but it's just a cheesy ass one. And then it's like, oh no, but it's not. It's not a zombie movie. You know what I mean? So yeah. I don't know. Like my first thought was, oh, it's another zombie movie. We well, should know. probably just start telling people it's a filmmaking movie. It is. Yeah. It's a filmmaking just, movie. Just say, this is an educational filmmaking movie. But yeah, it is funny though. It's like the 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 part that I like the most, it, probably in the entire movie, is is what I brought up earlier. Just the concept of what is art, and it's subjective, right? So you've got that that the Martin Scorsese character who's like, oh, don't worry about it. It's just a stupid TV show. Like we don't need that ending shot, right? It's not art. And then, but to him, it is, right? Yeah, it's yeah. his baby. And, yeah, and to everybody else making it, it is. So, you know, what right does the Martin Scorsese character have to to claim that it's not art? You know, so I I liked that a lot. Yeah, but um, what we do in the shadows, I, I'm not familiar. It's it's not. I mean, that's a Taika Waititi movie, and basically the plot of that one is it's like a, um, a real world, but it's a vampire house. So like. <laughs> 
Taika Waititi's in it. Uh, the other guy who was in um, uh, Flight of the Concords is in it. Uh, but basically, that is very hilarious. This is not as funny as that, I guess. It's a different kind of funny, um, but it's better than that. This it's was certainly more, better than that. Yeah, this this was more of like a happy funny for me. Like, you know, I was like like laughing, but I was laughing at how good it was. It's like, I don't know. It wasn't well, like, there weren't like jokes and punchlines, you know? No, no, but you're almost laughing at the cleverness of it in the third that, act that, that, as that, things that, are that, happening. Yes. Yeah, yeah, because you're like, oh, that's it. And you almost like, you're just like, oh, yeah. they got me there, you know? But the whole third act is so clever, you're laughing through the entire thing. Yeah, I thought it was... Yeah. I, did uh did either of you watch it with someone? Maybe that's the element I was missing. Is I don't know. To, to, is, is somebody beating on their mic right now? Or is that oh, me? What sorry, that was me on my desk. God sorry. damn it, Paul. See, you're just yeah, there you go. <laughs> uh, no, I, I watched it alone. I started it at like it was a random night. I threw Shutter on. Uh that's the the horror streaming service. And I think I had seen like RLM or Red Letter Media or something. It said something good about it. So I'm like, ah, what the hell? I've, you know, it's super late at night. I'll start it, whatever. Um, and yeah, I watched the whole thing. I was up till like four in the morning watching it. So I was by myself. Yeah. I, so, and what what was that spot? Because I, uh, Shutter, what is that again? Shutter is, it's AMC. It's technically an AMC company and it's a horror movie streaming service. So uh, it's just a massive library of horror, you know? Okay. Um, I love it. So any horror fans out there, give it a shot. I mean, even if you're not really a horror fan, if you just want to see like old shit, um, you know, they got a bunch of like Dario Argento stuff on there. Uh, there's this guy, Joe Bob Briggs, who used to host Monster Vision on TNT. It was like a, a movie host show where basically he would introduce the movie. And then before and after commercial breaks, he would come on and talk about, you know, how it was made, you know, all the actors, whatever. He's got a show on there and it's fantastic. Okay. Just awesome, but, God, you know, but yeah, I, I love it. I really dropped the ball for today too because I just realized that there's a couple of people in uh, part that are part of the Comic Corps. They're a, a YouTube uh, comic uh, uh, comic book group here in, uh, on YouTube, and they uh, a couple of them they they used to do some movie reviews, but I, I, for some reason I just brain lapsed. I forgot to ask them about this. I'm gonna have to try to bring them in for the next one. Yeah, I think everyone uh, who really like this movie is right up their alley. I think wow. everyone who really likes movies really should see this. I've been trying to get the co-host to watch it. I, I, you has home seen it yet? What's that? He has. I don't think he's seen it. No, no. But he would love this too because this is like, you know, uh, this. Uh, tickled, Bernard, did you watch it? <laughs> uh, this this like tickles the bone. You know what he's looking for. I would think that he would be really impressed with this. Mm-hmm. I, it's you know it, it's the it's the little guy artist um trying his damnedest to get something done and successfully i would say i mean it went off without a hitch right without you know? a hitch. <laughs> yeah. yeah um how about this you guys want to pick a color i'm blue you're blue okay tell you what since uh i'm i'm niner so i'll be red okay well uh yellow yellow okay so that means uh the chat pinky's out actually i think part of your or actually i don't know who else is still in here pinky's out jack yo uh ray ray and if um if derek if you're still in here yeah i think you are z collects uh tom's comic books and reviews if this wherever it lands whatever color you are um green right would be the audience 
The green would be the audience. So yeah. the fir- what the first movie that's suggested after it lands on green is that is that how we're going to play yeah, this? Wanna- yeah, yeah, the first. Okay. If it lands on green, whoever gets a type of movie in first, we all got to watch it for for next week. Uh, and Paul, uh, um, if you're able to make it, then uh, yeah, you have to watch it too for next week. <laughs> Sounds good. I, uh, from now on. Whatever movie it is, I will watch it end. all the way through. Yeah, uh, come on. You can't review. I, I sat I sat through all of Gretel and Hansel last night. So you've got to be able to make it through this shit. That's uh, the first show. It's a Paul's problem. It's so a there Paul's you go. Problem. There it is. <laughs> um, shit. You guys have movies? Yes. Yep. I got one right now. It's right okay. here. All right. I got one. Here we go. Shit. All right. Um, it was you. It's red. Yeah. Uh, fuck. Uh, let's go with. Uh... Oh, God damn it. Star Trek Nemesis. Star Trek is the best movie ever made. Um, <laughs> uh, I really did not come prepared for this. I completely forgot about this part. Um, well, yeah. Funny. I mean, the, yeah. This, uh, I, this is the first thing I thought of. Of the, of the continuing part of this of this show. Just uh, remember, bad, good, what style. It can be a romance movie. I mean, you just name any goddamn yeah. movie you can think of. First yeah. movie that comes in your head. Tremors. Tremors. Perfect. Tremors. Want to do Tremors? Tremors. I mean, we don't have a choice. All right, that's it's it. Tremors. I guess that's our choice. Tremors it is for next week. All right, so next Saturday... Saturday. Same time we're gunning for, right? Let's, let's go for o'clock. the same time. I, I, as of this moment, I should be fine. So uh, Saturday at 5 p.m. Pacific time, 8 p.m. Eastern. Uh, is anybody and don't else? forget about us, our central time, folks, up here I don't know. in, the, in Wisconsin. 7 p.m., man. Okay. All right. So the central folks have the 7 p.m. Uh, once again, uh, Paul, where can they find you? Uh, comicbookinvest.com is uh, the, the mainstay and then on YouTube search Tales from the Flipside and uh, got a bunch more content cool you guys have that podcast on YouTube live every uh, um, Monday night right Monday night about 930 uh, unfortunately I've I've missed a couple just due to work so I'm doing my best but uh, yeah they've been they've been hounding you on uh, on IG man yeah, I that. I <laughs> <laughs> better get your ass back in that seat uh, Jackson man where can they find you uh, obviously bored and annoyed.com. Um, otherwise, uh, obviously right now, uh, you should definitely subscribe to my YouTube or our YouTube channel. Sorry, Alex. Uh, but yeah, bored and annoyed, search it or use the link down there. Um, Facebook, um, and thank you for the Facebook peeps who hopped in. Uh, he has all the visibility, but I might run the uh, ship next week. So I'll yeah. get to see, you know, it'll probably be a shit show. So if you guys want to see it for next week, it's going to be on Borden and Annoy's uh, Borden Annoyed Borden Annoyed's YouTube channel. So make sure you guys subscribe to Borden Annoyed's YouTube channel. It's down in the description below, and uh, that way you guys can see episode two, which will be on Tremors next week. And me, uh, I'm Michael. I'm part of the Downright Nerdy Podcast. Me and my uh, my co-host, assistant to the host Riley, uh, we do a weekly podcast on pop culture and uh, just whatever's kind of going on in our lives. To be quite honest with you, it's 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 very chill. Um, to, we're actually just about to record our our latest episode, which will be 49, um, and uh, that will be all about uh, uh, the. It'll be it'll air hopefully tomorrow, right before the Super Bowl. Um, it's going to be called, uh, 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 what the hell did I title it? Hold on, I have it right here. 
Oh, I'm dumb. All right. So Super Bowl 50, uh, Super Bowl pregame and the Comic Core powered by the Hero Initiative, where I get to uh, interview uh, Chad, one of the uh, creators of the Comic Core. And he gets to tell me all, tell us all about the Hero Initiative. It's a great, uh, um, um, it's a great, uh, uh, what you call it, charity fund for. Uh, there you go. Yeah, it's really it's really incredible. All of you guys right. check it out. Um, well, yeah. Hey, and if you don't, and if you are the only one who subscribes to my YouTube channel, and you're the only one who's there, then the odds that you get to pick the next movie are better too. Because that's very you know, true. Yeah. yeah. So, so a low audience could be good for you, but but go subscribe, please. Go subscribe. Go subscribe. It'll be fun. And um, yeah, next week if it lands on me again, I'll be more prepared. <laughs> Sweet. So, cool. Thank you guys. Have a good one. Go Niners.